0: Trice, real name, no gimmicks. League podcast hosted by yours truly, Mark Masafra. Doing this right after the draft, I planned on recording this over the weekend, but I don't know where the time went. Just watching college football and just pure laziness, but it's still gonna be out tomorrow, Wednesday, September 7th. Don't you guys worry. I'll talk about the draft afterwards. Just want to hit some points about the previous season, what happened, the champion was Mr. Kieran Corrigan he won in pretty what was it thrilling fashion let me double check sorry gotta get back into the podcast and back but the runner-up was Mr. James Brady his second appearance in the championship he's definitely due for one he's definitely due for a trip let's see view school board 2020 give me a second no mouse found that's right mark give me a second all right getting back into business oh no it was a beatdown of 40 points kieran's team put up 142 just a good win uh wow james's defense and kicker put up 31 that's that's almost that's more than the about a third of his team a little less um he just got outmatched you know kieran's kieran's performers just put up Najee harris 29 tom brady 28 but um yeah, Kieran's also was a long time coming. He beat me in thrilling fashion in the semifinal, and I knew all year that I would lose in the second round. And it came to fruition after T. Higgins dropped fifty points on the Ravens cornerbacks who were just bums on the corner of this sh- of the of the road. <clears throat> um pretty solid offseason. We had one Departure from the league, Mr. Burrows. He just couldn't get it done, and that's why he left. He was just scared of the league, and we added someone, Mr. Nick DeCiccio, who, who uh, we're all pretty excited about, even though we have some some thoughts about his ability to join a a pretty competitive league. But we all know he's going to rely on his brother. Some other notes from the playoffs last year, Mr. Plino, Mr. John Plino, has made the playoffs back to back years. After all these, the complaining he's on about how he never makes the playoffs and how, how unlucky he gets, I always tell him, you never know once you make the playoffs. Another noteworthy stat is Mr. Nick Mondello has back-to-back semifinal appearances, although they're both losses. That is very, that's a very good something to build upon for his franchise this year. Mr. Last Place Mikey Olympic Diner with an 0-10 star last year finally did the punishment last week he said the uh first 16 or 18 hours weren't bad the last six were pretty rough but there were people going to see him at all times and people calling him so you know uh probably wasn't the worst but I also wouldn't want to sit in a diner for 24 hours <clears throat> uh James uh joins the elusive Owen two in the chip club as I mentioned earlier with none other than Angelo Martinez uh they also have another thing in common. They both lost to me in the chip once. I know I know you guys are going to give me shit for just all the gloating I'm doing, but I'm just speaking some facts. And the biggest thing that occurred last year that everyone will remember, I think, is the Week 7 by Mageddon, where like a lot of the top performers were just out. I remember most of my team was out, and I just accepted the loss that week. Did I lose that week? let me check that. I remember it was I remember everyone was just complaining about that week. Um, yeah I lost that week it was just so bad. I remember it was the ESPN.com headline for fantasy was like get in week seven and it, it really was pretty bad. Another thing I want to highlight about the previous year were the top scores by position the top scoring quarterback. Was uh, This is also this is including everything up until the fantasy championship of week seventeen. So this is excluding week eighteen. The top scoring quarterback was Josh Allen at 410.58 and f- point points. Top scoring running back, of course, Jonathan Taylor three hundred seventy point one points. Top scoring wide receiver, Cooper Cup three hundred eighty points, and uh, no surprise that the champion Kieran had both top running back and wide receiver. Top Scoring tight end, Mark Insulin Pump Andrews, 252.6 points. Top scoring defense and special teams, the Cowboys with 163, which uh, it's a little surprising, but they did have a lot of high sack games. Oh, all the interceptions by Trevon Diggs, I think he had double digit, and Micah had double digit sacks too. They had a few pick sixes here and there. Defense was pretty solid, I think, points allowed wise, so I guess that. That makes sense why they they had the most, but defense still did nothing for them. Come to playoffs, garbage. And the highest scoring kicker, to everyone's surprise, Daniel Carlson, 167.5 points. Wow. Some season-ending awards I did not hand out at the end of last year, but I will be doing this year. There are three awards to be handed out one of them is a third leg award basically someone who just carried his team the whole year um just was always there that very reliant upon the second award is the John Polino award and that award is to someone who was picked up on the waiver wire and just ended up helping the team out immensely throughout the year and the third award is the Ganges River award This one was created in honor of Mike's team, the Ganges Riverwater team, and it's just the shit player picked either is just a a bad, the player was picked in a a high spot and they ended up uh, not performing well or just someone who just constantly had hype all year and people kept on starting them and they just kept finding themselves on the waiver wire. The nominees for the third leg award are Mark Andrews, Cooper Cup, and Debo Samuel. And the winner for that is Cooper Cup. The man had a triple crown in receiving for the uh, as a wide receiver, led league in touchdowns, receiving yards, and receptions, and capped it off with a Super Bowl victory. And he also led Kieran to a fantasy championship. That is a perfect season in my book. The nominees for the John Polino Award are Cordell Patterson, Pat D, and Amon St. Brown. Um, If you guys don't remember, Cordell Patterson was just, no one even, he was just, I don't think he was even drafted, and then he just ended up being a top, I want to say, maybe 15 running back fantasy-wise. So he is the winner of the John Pleno Award of 2021, and the nominees for the Ganges River Award are Mike's team, the entire team, because that's how garbage it was, Allen Robinson, and Saquon Barkley. The winner of the Ganges River Award of 2021 is Mike's team. Just they were consistently awful. They couldn't win. I don't care if he had the third most points scored. You got to play better defense, and you started at 0-10. So I'm I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the Olympic Diner. Maybe you'll enjoy 6-12-18-24 a little bit more. Um, I think that's it for... Everything about last year, I think I covered everything. Just some things I'm going to talk about in the actual NFL. Just a lot of uh, very weird year with the turnover at at a lot of positions, the key positions to Tyreek Hill leaving to the Dolphins, and the Chiefs got back a plethora of picks. They also just didn't want to pay the man, uh, which is understandable because the wide receiver, they used up all the juice from him. Uh, they got a chip with him. He was just gonna become a strain on the salary cap as they have to pay Mahomes's salary is gonna start getting higher. I'm sure, I I think they gave Kelsey something too. But you can't tie up thirty million dollars to a wide receiver and expect to compete. Uh, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks split amic uh amicably. Yes. No. He ended up still in the West, well, not the West Coast, but in the West, in Denver, the Mile High City. I think Sierra had to approve of that. They instantly become, not con- I guess, contenders, but the division is very stacked, and you can't have four teams from the same division make the playoffs. So we'll see. That division is going to play itself out, but at least the Broncos have themselves a fighting chance with a good quarterback now. Uh, Amari Cooper, also the culprit of a high Salary wide receiver that uh, their team cannot afford anymore, but he found a new home in Cleveland. Who found who apparently hit the jackpot in the offseason with I don't know where he got all this money from, especially $230 million for Deshaun Watson. That's another major uh, change this offseason, too. Deshaun Watson with all of his off the field stuff, and he ends up getting rewarded with a quarter billion dollars guaranteed. <laughs> Uh, Matt Ryan also changing teams from the Falcons to the Colts. The Colts I've had enough of garbage quarterbacks between Carson Wentz and uh, blanking on the other quarterback who went there. Oh, Phil, oh, Philip Rivers. He, did he lead them to the playoffs? I don't think so. But they they just don't. Oh, I think he did. He did. Um, but he was he was at the end of his career. He Had to stay home and take care of his eleven kids. And then that's how they ended up with Carson Wentz. And then Carson Wentz couldn't beat the Jaguars on the road. And that's when the Jaguars all showed up to the stadium in, in cl- clown faces. And the Jaguars Twitter was just clowns everywhere. I was listening to the Pat McAfee show at the time too. And he's like, I can't believe I'm just getting overrun on Twitter by just everyone with the clown emoji. This is so miserable. Uh, hopefully Matt Ryan will give the Colts some stability to that position. He is a former MVP. I think he still has it in him. Uh, it helps that the Colts have a good O line. Oh, uh, they have Quentin Nelson so and Jonathan Taylor so, very, very good weapons around them. Michael Pittman, don't remember the tight end, but they should still be a good team. Uh, Von Miller leaving the champion Rams and. In- for Buffalo Bills, I mean, it's hard to turn down one hundred thirty million dollars over six years, even though you're thirty two years old. He's still in top shape of his life. I mean, we saw him in in the playoff run, the way he just beats tackles, and in, in the three four schemes, the man is just insane. Like, obviously, he's not going to give you twenty sacks a year, but when you need him, he he really steps up. <clears throat> uh, Carson Wentz, as I discussed before, he also was uh, he moved to the Washington Redskins. The Redskins, who was their quarterback last year? I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, another big change, Devontae Adams left Green Bay to go to Las Vegas Raiders. He gets paired up back with his old college quarterback, Derek Harv, at Fresno State. But he's just another uh, member of the wide receiver castaway community this year. They just... I mean, you can't blame them. They want money, and their team just doesn't value them like that, so they're just going to trade them. The wide receiver gets the money they want, and the the team um, uh, receiving the draft picks get get what they want. So, I mean, I guess it's a win-win. Rodgers and Devontae, they had really good stats, but they just couldn't get it done in the playoffs. I don't know, something with Rodgers. I think he's cursed ever since the 2014 NFC Championship game in Seattle. I don't know what gypsy spell was put on him then, but ever since then, he's just been bad in the playoffs. It, it, I really feel bad for him, except when he plays the Cowboys because he, he always beats the Cowboys. Everyone beats the Cowboys. I'm going to go through the division champs. Let's see. So we're going to start from the AFC East. It's tough not to say the Bills, but it, it the Bills are really just so good. They have easily the best team up and down the roster, all 53 guys. So I'm going to go with the Bills, AFC East, the AFC North. Everyone picked the Steelers last year, the Ravens, and, and there was the, the Bengals, and the Bengals made it all the way to the Super Bowl, which is really crazy if you think about that, the teams that they had to beat to get there. I'm going to say Ravens this year. Maybe I'm a little biased because I took Lamar. But I think the Ravens pull it out this year. Lamar goes crazy this year on a contract year. And I think the Ravens even make it all the way to the Super Bowl. AFC South. Got to be the Colts. Got to be the Colts. I mean, it's not going to be the Texans or the Jaguars. It's really two-man, two-team two race between the Titans and the Colts. So, those are going to be the two games at the side of the division. AFC West. I mean, just flip a coin definitely the favorites probably got to be the chargers but i'm gonna go ahead and say the chiefs because it, it's it's still their division they still own it, it, it you got you have to go with the uh, team that's wanted i think i don't know how many years in a row let me check this do, 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 do. sorry i don't have a ability like they do on part of my take all right, so the Chiefs have won it. Wow, three, four, five, the past six years, and before that, the Broncos won it the past previous five years. So there's been two champions in this division since 2011. Wow. Yeah, no. So the, yeah, the Chiefs are they're gonna win it. The division, it's still their division. It, it's like how the Patriots owned the AFC East all those years. Albeit the AFC West is a lot better than the AFC East was during those years, but someone still has to prove it to me that they could beat the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes for the division title. Moving on to the NFC, <laughs> uh, there has not been a repeat champion in this division in we're nearing twenty years now. <sighs> And it happens this year. The Cowboys won the division. Giants suck. I know, Mike. I know you wanted me to hear that. You wanted me to say that. But also don't count out the Eagles too. Eagles could definitely do something. NFC North, it's gotta be the Packers. It, it's, it's same thing with the uh as the Chiefs in the AFC West. You gotta someone's got else has to show me that they could beat Rodgers. Rodgers owns the Bears and the Lions, so that's four wins. And then even if he splits the Vikings, bang, that's five years. No five wins. No other team in that division is gonna match that. And yeah, even if they go what? Five and six in their other games, that's still ten and seven. That's probably good enough for a division crown. And yeah, they're gonna they may not get the buy in the playoffs, but they're gonna win the division again. <clears throat> Uh, moving on to the NFC South. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Saints. And it's gonna I think the Saints and Bucks are end up with the same record, but I think the Saints are gonna sweep them sweep the Bucks again in the regular season, and that's gonna be the tiebreaker. NFC West. Oh, man. It's just so hard not taking the same teams that won last year, but in the NFL, it just doesn't happen like that. Like, there's so much turnover in the playoffs. I think it's about half the teams that don't, from the previous year don't make it again. I'm going to, I really hate this because I really hate this quarterback, but I'm going to say the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to say the Cardinals, so the NFC West. The conference champs, I think in the AFC, it is going to be the Ravens over the Bills. The Bills' woes continue as a franchise, and they can't get over the hump. I think the Ravens win the AFC and the NFC. The NFC, I think I think it is the Rams again. I think the Rams get in as a wild card and they just go on a hot run. So I think it's going to be Rams Ravens for Super Bowl 50. I can't even keep up with it anymore. Super Bowl 57 maybe. Yep. Super Bowl 57, and this one is played in Arizona. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Hmm. Oh, the last Super Bowl held there was the Malcolm Butler interception on the goal line when they should have ran the damn ball. Unbelievable. So unbelievably believable that it's believable, if that makes any sense. so top five at each position for fantasy this is an interesting one I may pull up the players obviously I'm going to start at quarterback I am going to go with let's see I'm gonna say one of the this is no order is gonna be Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, and Aaron Rodgers. the top five running backs. this once again no order, just the top five that I believe will end the season in total points for weeks one through 17. I believe Christian McCaffrey, he stays healthy, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook maybe a little bit of bias there. Uh, DeAndre Swift is that four? And me? Not Derrick Henry. Maybe Leonard Fournette. This one's a tough one. Mm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with the chalk and say Derrick Henry. Top five wide receivers. It pains me to say Cooper Cup because I did pass over him in the draft, but Cup, Justin Jefferson. Debo Samuel, Stefan Diggs, and Michael Pittman. Top five tight end. Everyone knows the top three. Kelsey Andrews Pitts. I think the next, number four, this could be shocking. I think it would be Pat Fryermuth, And five to round it out will be Dalton Schultz. Uh, Top five defenses, I believe the Colts. The 49ers, the Ravens, and the Chargers. I think that's five. Yeah, that's five. And the top kickers, I think, obviously, Justin Tucker, one. He, he's going to be one. He hasn't been, though, the past few years, so that's why he's due to bounce back. Uh, two could be Nick Folk, another another top five kicker this year. Could be Harrison Buckler. I thought about taking him, but he still scared me from previous years. <clears throat> uh, another one could be Greg Joseph and I think the fifth one could be Matt Gay. There has been no changes to the league format scoring wise. It's still half PPR. Um, I think we still have the bonuses. We have a two point bonus I believe for a 50 yard touchdown by a position player and not a quarterback. I think the quarterback gets one point for that. We still have one point for a 100-yard game receiving or uh, rushing. I think we have one point for a 300-yard passing game, maybe two points for a 400-yard passing game. We also, nothing, that's really, it's been standard for the past two, three years, I think. Uh, Nothing got changed on the defensive end. I think Fenty might manually be changing the the kicking for the field goal length. Like, if it's a 38-yard field goal, he makes a 3.8, but I don't think he can because ESPN's stupid. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think we're all pretty glad with how the, how, how the scoring is. I know Mike always wants something changed, and so does John, but they're, they're always going to nag at something. The... Something else Uh, what is next on the agenda. Oh, predicting the fantasy champion. Well, this is a little bit biased because I did see everyone's draft, but I did like this person before we did draft, and I think that person is James. He ended up having a very good team, but I I think he's due. Kieran was due last year. This is the year of being due, and I think James is due this year. He takes it. Let's see what else. Uh, something else I'm going to throw in is the four teams not making the playoffs. Hmm. I think Adam Epstein's bidet. That's a good name, Angelo. That's not Angelo. Who is that? That's Mesh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I said Adam. I think Fenty doesn't make it. I think Mike Plino doesn't make it again. And I think I don't make it. So those are the four teams I know. Mark predicting he's not going to make the playoffs. I know how shocking. And the loser of the dual fantasy league for the 2022 season is going to be Mike Plino. He's going back to come back-to-back last place, and he's going to have to do the 6-12-18-24. Have fun with that, Mike. Um, so that concludes all the pre-draft stuff I had. Uh, I guess I'll talk a little bit about the post-draft. Just looking at the teams, James's team definitely pops out to me. But I, I, I don't know. This is a very, very weird year with the drafting. Uh, all the names just there's, like, no names that pop out to you. Um, a lot of people took players that I liked, especially starting off with Michael Pittman. I might have reached with Lamar Jackson. Fenty's team looks good. I mean, yeah, it's uh, definitely, definitely a tough year. But I'm just going to go ahead and, the, and pick who I think is going to win week one. I think Nick takes week one over me. James takes week one over Mr. Polino. Mm, Adam and Yurish. Cash Masadi. Ooh, Yurish. Whoa, Yurish has it. Whoa, whoa. This is a good team from you. Whoa. Wow, I like Yurish's team a lot. Yeah, I think he takes this. John Polino versus Meshi. This is an interesting matchup. I think Meshi takes this. Angelo and Kieran. Hmm. They're both predicted very high. I mean, it's just hard to tell who you think's going to go off because, like, the, we don't know. It's a new season. And everyone could make changes, too, with the draft stuff. I, I don't know. I might have to go Angelo with this one. Last matchup of the week. Dumped. <laughs> thunderstruck from Madden 11fenty <laughs> against the <CCO>. sisio I'm gonna have to go to sisio the newbie gets beginner's luck one and enough that is all I have for this for the week one slash preseason of the jewel film well I guess this is a preview of week one with the recap of the offseason stuff that's why i chose the winners now could be drafted already so i already saw the teams um thank you guys for listening i hope you guys enjoy the guest and see you guys next wednesday september 14th for the recap of week one and a preview of week two boom all righty, the first guest of the new season, the 2022-23 Jewel Fantasy League podcast is the champion from the previous season. Only feels right, Mr. Kieran Corrigan.
1: Oh, Mark, it's a pleasure to be back. I have to say. Reigning champion, nothing better.
0: Yeah. How's it yeah. feel known going into the season that you're just you won it last year? How much money did you win?
1: Uh, I it wasn't like twelve hundred or some shit. I forget what it was like twelve hundred or like fourteen hundred, whatever it was. I don't know, but it was it was a nice chunk of change to celebrate the new year, Christmas, everything like that. So, so I I'm, I plan on repeating. So I'm, I'm not gonna be surprised when I have the twenty four hundred dollars in my bank account.
0: Would you spend the money, Would you spend the money on if you wanted to disclose
1: that? Um, I honestly just put it into my savings. Got to be honest with you. That's fucking gay. Well, how's that fucking gay? You're fucking gay. <laughs>
0: That you one should, more you should just like I don't know took them like taking like 200 and like did something like cool with your girlfriend for a day or something like that. Well know. no,
1: I bought Rangers tickets, but like most of it went into my my save like my, oh, safe but I, I went to MSG, so that was nice. But oh. other than that, I, I saved the money. Um all right, so yeah, so you did do something with it. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying spend all of it, but like, yeah, do something nice with it to reward yourself. Yeah,
1: I bought like nice like Rangers tickets at MSG. i I, I love the Rangers, so I had to go. All right, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Um, so this is your first one, obviously, but how many times were you in the, the championship? I think that
1: was my third
0: time in the championship.
1: So I was 0-2 going in. I felt like I felt like LeBron James is a failure in the final. So I had to I had to do something about that. Okay. So and you both, you I, I managed to come out on top, scraping by you in the semifinals, which felt so good with that last second catch by Mike Kosicki.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh yo, I fucking remember watching that game on Monday night. Oh, oh my shitting my pants. Sorry. Yo, that's right. I was up by, like, four points, and I was just like – it was like watching a time bomb just tick off.
1: Well, after after I bought oh, I bought the oh, T. Higgins oh. jersey that I have because oh. of his performance in the semifinals finals to beat you. So, damn, like, something points against the Ravens.
0: Damn, that actually just – you actually just reminded me of that. Fuck. Ah. All right, I'm sorry. I'm back now. I just got mad. Um, So, I guess, who'd you lose to? would you lose to in mean, the other times? I lost to Polito. I think I, I lost to Polino in the first one,
1: and I f- I feel like I lost to either Angelo or nah, someone I else. I know I, I lost to Angelo. I only made it twice. I lost to Angelo in the semis of one of them.
0: Oh, we well, then lost to me? Probably. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Oh, so man. I've only
1: been so I've only been there twice. But I'll t- I'll be I'll be one and one, and then since I'm what one in five against. You in the regular season, no, no, it's the six.
0: other way around. I'm one in five against you.
1: Yeah, that's right. No, since you're one in five against me, I'll, I'll just breeze by you again in the playoffs, right? Yeah, see, yeah. see, so,
0: so you're the only person that's beaten me in the playoffs, I think, twice, both times in the semifinals.
1: I remember for the first championship game I was in with against Plino, Plino texted me right before the, the day started. He's like, Do you want to split the winnings? I said, fuck No,
0: fuck Mike. and then I
1: ended up losing.
0: So that's why Mike came in last, last year. <laughs> um, your team name last year was it still Turbo's Titans or would you change it to? It's it, it it was Turbo's Titans. That that championship was for Turbo. Okay, so that was for that was for Turbo. I tried to change it to the Sean's Massage Parlor this year, but the ESPN uh, blocked that. I think I think you still need to give Turbo maybe a chance at a repeat, and if not, you maybe just let him rest in peace now with the with the ring. Oh, uh, ter- Turbo's Turbo's having another run at it.
1: That's this the, this fourth overall pick will be a challenging one because. Angelo's being a pain in the ass and picking Henry first and fucking Mandela's going CMC. And now you're going to get JT and I don't know what
0: to do. Whoa. So gonna... Disclosing insider information.
1: There's no insider information. This is common knowledge for everybody besides you.
0: Okay. Well, I guess I'm not in the loop that that's what a true podcast man does. He's not biased. He's gotta, he's gotta be on the outside of everything, you know?
1: Yeah. I appreciate that. But now, you but now, you know, now you can prepare when you get your shitty player
0: seventh overall so um so at what point during the year did you think that like holy shit like this team is this team could lead me to glory or at least give me a chance at glory when i saw it took jt
1: 3 weeks to score his first touchdown actually right. last year right and then cooper cup was just going off in the beginning of the season and mike evans just being mike evans and that's when i realized it could be something special because That Brady Evans combo always gave me a lot of points to begin the season. And then after week three, when week four, I think Cooper Cup dropped like 28 points and then Jonathan Taylor dropped like 35. I'm like, holy shit. And then I realized like through like week seven, all my position players were top five in all their positions. And then that's all of them finished top, I think seven to finish out the whole season minimum. I think Evans was like seven cup was one I had had Taylor one Najee three or four Brady was one Gasicki was like number I think Gasicki was the only outlier like at number eight and then T Higgins and Damian Harris depending on matchups were my flex and they were like top 15 minimum but like my star core players were top five minimum top seven minimum and that's when I realized like holy shit I I, I might have had the single-handedly best draft ever last year Not, not to like
0: no, so, it, was, it was a but, very good draft. Uh, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull it up real quick.
1: Like it, like it was crazy. Because I actually, I went Najee first. Because I was the 11th pick. You, you went Najee. Mandela Yep. Mandela went two receivers. He went. Yeah, I, th- I remember Haley. He,
0: yep. And then I
1: went Taylor in the
0: second round. Yes, and then third round you picked up Cup. Uh, Great pick, of course. Uh fourth round, Mike Evans, fifth round fifth. begins. I mean, these are all contributors to your team. Mm-hmm. Round Damien Harris, seventh fifth round. Brady. Lavishka Chenault, I mean, oh, eighth round, Tom Brady. Yeah. Hines, that was the handcuff. And then you had mm-hmm. Tonian, which he did. Who was your tight end last year? I guess yeah, I picked him up off waivers. Oh, Mike oh, dropped
1: right, right. like week three. And I just picked him up. I'm like, you know, he's going to start doing well something. Because there wasn't really many targets on the Dolphins last year. And I knew that like Waddle was an outlier. I mean, he yeah. last year had no other depth anywhere else. So running backs were crap. And I'm like, they had to throw the ball at somebody else. Ended up just being, I think he's solid enough to get me past you. And then the championship, I just had Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor go off with Najee Harris dropping like another 42. So it was that, was, that was an easy day.
0: Championship was a 143 piece um Najee put up 30 Tom Brady 28 oh that was the Jets game when AB ran off the field holy shit holy shit that's a game that they came back oh my god I remember that game that game was wild
1: oh yeah I remember like Brady had like 12 points through like three quarters. yes
0: yes yes bro and then he went like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter against the Jets crazy
1: comeback and that's, and I think I even like, I didn't even need Najee to when I sat him on the bench.
0: No, was, no, 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 that's cap. Do not cap on this
1: app. No, no, I told Fenty just to put him in for me, and he did because oh. I won without oh. him. In game. I won without him in the game.
0: Yeah, I, I did. yeah you did win without him, but yeah, you're not, you're not going into Sunday thinking I don't need Najee to win. No, he, well, he went into
1: Monday. Well, no, he was, he was a Monday night game. Oh, well, so you, I,
0: you'd remember more than me,
1: obviously, or anything. God forbid he got hurt or something, so I just oh sat him. Shit. And then I asked Fenty after the game was over, I'm like, Fenty, can I just see my full score and you just threw him in because it would, didn't matter to the end result.
0: James's defense put up 21 points. The Bears, didn't. yeah,
1: that shit. I was shitting my
0: pants to start. Wow. Dalvin fucked him in that AIDS game against the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's dirty, but I mean, he still lost by 30. Really, not much. You had good production from everywhere. Defensive kicker, 16 points, respectable. I mean, it was just—it's a—it was a good championship. Um, just tough though, because I think I could have won that ship too. But you know, always. that was that was at
1: the the semi finals is whoever right. I feel like whoever won the game between me and you just had the better matchups going into right. that. I checked it out, right. so I feel that's what how it would have ended up being.
0: How, like uh, when you saw, uh, well, it was kind of happening at the same time that. Tegan was going off the same time that, that Mark Andrews was going off. But like, were you ever scared that like I was gonna win? I mean, I was mortified
1: through like four o'clock. And then I saw how the day ended, and then I saw I only needed three points, like I need like three point four points to advance. And yeah. And I had Gesicki left. I'm like, oh no problem. But he was oh. playing this. I'm like, I'm like, oh, it could be I'm like, oh, it could be a struggle. Like I'm like he's gonna get a couple catches and like that's it. Through two, three quarters, he had two catches.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I, yes, I remember the exact. Now. Yeah, you just keep on bringing back bad memories. I remember sitting. He down. caught that like little oh, beer, like thirteen
1: year old off, and he then it was game over. I was so happy.
0: Um, looking back at that matchup, we had some crazy. We had a crazy flex matchup. Your flex, Damian Harris, had 29.3 points against Buffalo. He had three touchdowns. Yep, I remember that now. Mm-hmm. That same day, Justin Jackson had 30 points, but the thing Eckler, that killed me. I remember that. Yeah, Eckler was out, but the thing that killed me was Keenan Allen only put up five points.
1: And T Higgins put up, what, like 38 or something like that with his 200 eight. yard day, almost 200 yard day, two touchdowns, 12 catches, 194 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, I
0: think okay. that was. was a good day. Um, I have the breakdown right here. Uh, a second. I started
1: Christian Kirk that day. Fuck me. That was when like Baltimore had like they're starting all their yeah, home starting.
0: That's, that's when that- they had the, the guys from the streets of Baltimore playing cornerback.
1: Yep, that's why I I had I had to play T Higgins that day. I still remember that, and I remember Mike Evans had that like hamstring issue going into that week too. That's why I was a little nervous to play him, but he was all right. He no, you didn't play him. That's right. The, yes, I didn't play him. I played. So you, my you flag- didn't play Mike
0: Mike yeah. Evans Mike Evans didn't play.
1: That's why I was ner- that was the only reason why I was nervous going into that matchup because I didn't have Evans and then I questionable T Higgins because even though he's so talented, he's still number two on that team, right? But your flex will put up 30, so you can't play, yeah. And he put up 40.
0: <sighs>
1: one of these years,
0: um, maybe one of these years, one of these years I'll be in the playoffs because it's the whole never. Season. Never, and I can't fucking beat. <clears throat> uh, so fantasy added something pretty cool this year, where it sees like the history of like who your best opponent is and your worst opponent is, and you're mine and James's worst opponent. Uh, how do you feel about that? Is that something- I feel like I,
1: I don't know. There's like an extra edge when I play you because all you do is talk shit during the season, and you just piss me off to no end. But right. I feel like James just get the AIDS end of the spectrum. Like, even the championship, he had Huntley start over Lamar Jackson and because Lamar Jackson was – I feel like James just get the shit, shit end of the stick. Every time he plays me, it's just bad luck. Um,
0: I don't know. Big players perform big games. That's all I have to say. That's fair. But I think James is due. He's really been getting fucked a lot. I think James is due. Everyone picked
1: James to win it last year at the, at the start of the season. I remember that podcast. Everyone picked James's team to win it. James's team was nice.
0: Yeah,
1: right. He drafted well. He did the right thing. The same thing's going to happen this year. Me and James always end up being back-to-back draft picks. This is like the third year in a row. Me and him are hmm. back-to-back draft picks because um, he's the fifth, and he was the tenth last year, and I was the eleventh. So it's gonna. I feel like me and him will have similar teams again. I feel like we had similar teams again last year. We like the same players. We draft the same type of way. I feel like. We'll be at the top of the draft board. Angelo being first overall is really gonna piss me off because he's gonna have a good team. What? Um, I don't know. This year's gonna this year's gonna be tough. There's a lot, people know what they're doing. The draft is gonna be very interesting. I don't know which way people are gonna go. I don't want to mock because I have no idea who people are gonna pick in the first round. I feel like running backs are so light this year. There's no really three down backs anymore. Yeah, uh, there's there's only a few. There's really only a few. Like even Jonathan Taylor, they don't want him to be a three down back. They want to put Naheem um, in. Right. Austin Eckler. They want to put in your boy Isaiah Spiller. Or they want to put Joshua yeah. Kelly in there. And, like even Derrick Henry's not supposed. To, like, he's not a three down back to begin with. Their offensive line sucks. CMC, he's a three down back, but he he could get hurt That's any right. day of the week. Kwan so wow. could be a guy. He can get hurt any day of the week. It's just going to be a toss up everywhere i feel like later in the draft is going to make your team and the difference i think depth is what's going to matter because you don't know what's going to happen throughout the whole season
0: yeah it's a very deep wide receiver class this year so you could still find league winners in the 10th round and even even guys are going to get like at least 6 7 targets a game even in the 10th round it's a very I, wide receiver this year i i agree and, and there's
1: very few solidified number 1 receivers on a few teams, but there's, wow. You have like Minnesota with Jay Jettas, Jay wow. Jettas. But then you have Thielen, who's the red zone threat. You have yeah, Dalvin Cook, who's another mouth to feed. You got Cooper Cup, but with alan Robinson, huge difference. Now you got Russ with Cortland Sutton and Judy. You have Devontae Adams now with his former college quarterback with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfer over there. Yeah, it's a you lot- have digs with Josh Allen and that whole Bills offense. I don't know. It's uh, this year's gonna be great. And yeah. later in the draft is gonna make the difference in this, this year's draft and this year's league, period.
0: Yeah. Very, very deep wide receiver, very thin on running back. Yeah, it's uh definitely gonna be a, you could find a lot of uh, hidden gems this year in the deep rounds.
1: Tight end duck. <laughs> You got three tight four tight ends tops and then the rest are just toss ups every week, like every year, but
0: you got the three main tight ends. Uh I'll like, say f- well, who's four? We have Waller,
1: uh Kelsey, Kittle, oh, yeah. and and Pitts. Pitts, five, so five. But he has oh. Marcus Pierre throwing in the football, so who knows if that ball's even
0: gonna be put on him. Yeah, but he's a tight end though. I mean he's gonna get he's gonna, just, oh, he's like he's like the ball,
1: but I still don't put him in the classes Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, but if you have s- specific volume, like look at Brandon Cooks last year. Everyone said, like, oh, I'm not like gonna like I took him and like you have someone has to throw the ball, like they have to get down the field. Like they're gonna That's get out, they're not gonna win no. games, obviously, but it's like I still her quarterback throwing
1: in the ball, to be honest
0: with you. I just don't no, I feel that, but someone's got to get down the field i mean not every team is going to get shut out every week like most right. most weeks they're going to put up at least 20 points 15 20 points if not put up points at least get down the field every in the nfl it runs a 4 4440 so i mean they they're, they're all good it's not like they're trash yeah, no I, I, I completely agree i just don't some some people i just don't
1: trust just, and i don't, i hate mariota i just hate mariota with the burning passion so
0: i think he, i think he could
1: he hasn't thrown the ball in three and a half years. The only time he
0: played is when he ran the ball for the Raiders. I guess you're right about that. Yeah, that is the only t- – well, well, no, they will do the trick plays.
1: Okay, he threw the ball on average about four times a year for the past three and a half years. I you're right.
0: But I don't, we'll, see.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll see how it pans out. Obviously, Kyle Pitts just has huge volume. He could work out. Who knows? But this, this year's difference is going to be towards the end of the draft, and who knows? what players are actually going to be like the number two role over there and everything like that. So.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely agree with that. <clears throat> Moving on to the next topic, our giants, any, uh, you want to talk about them or you don't want to talk about them because they're just miserable. No, I'll talk about the giants a
1: little bit. I mean, like, if you look at Daniel
0: Jones through the
1: preseason, he's 77% completion percentage. Like, if Dable can fix Josh Allen, who had horrible accuracy for his, through his first, like, two or three years in the NFL, sure. obviously, Daniel Jones is with Josh Allen, but 77% through the preseason isn't bad. I think Galladay's just god-awful. That's bad with him. That's a bad That's, situation. But if Tony's healthy, Shepard can come back and play, and I think that guy, Wondell Robinson, can actually be – like, he's going to be a good football player. Like, he's going to yeah. be a horrible fantasy player. He's going to be a good football player. If Saquon's healthy, he's going to get the ball a lot. Um, he defense. Was,
0: he was healthy the past few years, and it, they, they they the problem is you have nine in the box. He can't do anything.
1: I mean, Saquon, but Saquon really hasn't been healthy. Like off an ACL, who has who's been good off an ACL besides Adrian Peterson?
0: Nobody. Even before he tore it, it was just they, they had they had eight in the before, box.
1: Before he was, far. but before toward, he was more electric. Like he like he can make a few. Like he can still make people miss. But like before the ACL, he could like really make people miss. Break tackles.
0: No, the only reason why he was good as rookie year is because Odell was still there and they couldn't stack the box.
1: I don't know. I saw Odell's tweet that he was thinking about rejoining the Giants. Like he wouldn't mind a reunion. He's yeah. like I missed. I don't know. I don't I don't buy it for a second. I mean, they're gonna suck. Like their defense, I like I love their draft picks. I don't think Neil's ready yet. He's not refined enough. Yeah. I think Kill can make an instant impact with Leonard Williams on the line as well. Um, we can't have good running back. I mean linebackers because we cut okay. like and I don't like. And the secondary really run down. We have no cornerbacks. I like Xavier McKinney as a safety. We have Jim Love
0: back there too. He,
1: I like him too. I like um, Logan Ryan as well as just like a veteran guy out there. He's old though. I know, but like Devin McCourty's thirty six. He's still starting safety, but he's yeah. a player. I, I like the veteran guy teaching young guys how to play. Like I, I like Darnay Holmes. He's got talent this is going to be a rough year. Like we're going to come in third or fourth. I don't know how bad Carson Wentz is going to be this year, but we're going to be in third and fourth and we're going to just have to suck it up. I, like the Jets going to be better than the Giants this year. There's no doubt in my mind. Zero.
0: Oh, well, how long is Zach Wilson out for?
1: Uh, like a couple, like three, two or three more weeks. Oh, so he'll be ready for, he'll probably
0: miss a week or two probably.
1: There's already reports that like the young wide receivers like Garrett Wilson and Elijah oh Ball better from Flacco than Zach Wilson. Like the ball is just there on time. It's where it's oh. supposed to be. Garrett so, Wilson gonna be
0: good. I mean yeah. wide receiver. Breeze
1: Hall's gonna be nasty. Michael Carter has like that Carter's like, good. That like that third down, like slash like platoon guy that's gonna go in there and get the ball. They're gonna be fine. They have talent.
0: Too bad they don't, they don't have, have who's that guy on the offensive line that just keeps on being an asshole.
1: Makai he's not playing out the end of Makai
0: Becton, right? Angelo, he fucking sucks. I know you're down there. Yeah, he's just he's just a consistent asshole with, with playing. He just doesn't want to do anything.
1: No, she's too big. It's just she's too big. They have <laughs> well, Tucker on and Like they have talent all over the place. It's just, when is that talent really going to shine? Is the, is what the Jets are going to be looking for? Like the Jets could like really win like seven, eight games this year. Like, and I wouldn't be shocked about it. Even nine games, I wouldn't be shocked because they have talent to do it. Like, sauce Gardner stud. Nine's a lot. Sauce Gardner stud.
0: Yeah, like, but is he gonna be man or zone the
1: whole time though? Dude, I, I treat him like Grievous Island, man. You follow somebody and that's it.
0: I guess you just take out the number one guy, but dude, he wasn't targeted in
1: preseason. He's a rookie and he wasn't targeted.
0: We'll see, we'll see, we'll see the hype. He, He's he, gonna, be... he had issues, he had issues against Alabama,
1: dude. They threw his side one time. What are you talk about issues at Alabama, they threw to his side one time, no issues, yeah. zero.
0: We'll see though. We'll see how the NFL treats him after. We'll give him a year. We'll give, obviously you gotta give a draft pick at least two or three years before we see what they are. He's unless, gonna be a stud unless they're they're just insane or just garbage after the first year and you can tell.
1: He's gonna be a stud. I know it. There's no hesitation.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, he was really good in college. That Cincinnati team really overall was good. A lot of draft picks from that team, and. Yeah, they made it pretty far for a group of five team, 13-0. And, and
1: absolutely. Do you, do you I think Ritter work? over that job in Atlanta by the end of the year. What'd you say? I think Ritter's gonna take that job in Atlanta by the end of the year. Uh he's 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 rough, but I think Mariota's gonna be real rough.
0: Uh, it's I, I'd rather just stay with Mariota than just give it over to Ritter and just ruin him. I think but like you have
1: to let rookies fail. If they don't fail, yeah, then what, you could what are also they-
0: like scar them, like Sam Donald's been scarred. That Most, guy,
1: not even scarred, dude. He's not good, man.
0: Yeah, but his situation too on the Jets. I mean, okay, not-
1: but he went to the Panthers. He had weapons around him on
0: the Panthers. And he yeah, I'm saying he's he was already scarred. He's done. He's not so to, gross. I, done.
1: You're you're a professional athlete. You have people fucking wishing you die the day you fucking play them. Like, right. like, you're not scarred. You're, you, like, you're just not cut out for it. There's a difference. Happens. Uh, so, what's your final prediction for the Giants? Final prediction, I'm saying we get five wins. What is that, fucking five and 12?
0: Mm-hmm. We'll go 12. Do we beat the Cowboys this year? Once. Once. At home?
1: Prediction. No, in Dallas. In Dallas. We lose the game at home. Yeah. Is right. it, it's pretty Beat them in Dallas. We beat Dallas, the first game ever played. Eli still signed
0: that wall. We haven't we haven't beat the Cowboys in a long time though. I know we'll beat them. Can you hear this, Mike?
1: Oh, we're oh fuck you, Mike. We're beating them. I hope those fucking diner pancakes tasted good, baby, because we're fucking beating your
0: ass. All right, last topic. Um, This is a little bit of a mix between fantasy and actual NFL. Just want to see what do you think about the Super Bowl champ will be.
1: Super Bowl champ. Honestly, if Matthew Stafford elbow is all right, I'm going Rams repeat, man. You cannot take the Rams. I I think their offense is better overall than it was last year. I mean, yeah, they lost Whitworth at left tackle. That's kind of a big difference, but I feel like that guy was groomed to come in and do a job from Whitworth this year. Um their defense pretty much the same. It's going to be Rams, Bills, in the Super Bowl. That's my guess. Okay.
0: You have a final score prediction?
1: No, I'm asking. I'm joking. I'm joking. 27-24 20, 20, okay. Rams. Yeah, okay.
0: You'll be 40 or 30.
1: No, with those defenses, they're not going to be that many points scored. Yeah,
0: I guess they have some pretty solid defense. Um, all right and obviously on to the the main event the fantasy champion and the fantasy loser me is the champion
1: number 1 okay
0: who are you who are you going to be i
1: have faith in yourself i said the same thing to you last year during our first podcast interview i said i'm going to win okay and you did um loser yes i i hate predicting the loser but it's going to be the rookie to Sisio man he the, the rookie ain't ready for what we have to
0: offer he's He's the uh, he's the he's the favorite to come in last, and he I don't think he likes it to be honest. He's been talking he's been talking some shit, saying like, "Why do you guys think I'm going to suck?" Like, obviously, we all know because he sucks.
1: I mean, I mean, I know he's going to have his brother Alex sitting next to him doing the draft with him, so that's going to be a huge help.
0: Yeah, it's fine, you know. It's just it's good. I don't I don't, I don't think the Rook knows what we've been doing for the past few years. Yeah, I can't wait to beat him though, and then I'm gonna just talk shit to him. He's going to be, like, fully initiated to my shit talk, and he's like, yo, this kid's fucking insane. Yeah, I like,
1: like I, the, the sleeper in my, like, because James is a certified, I think people have respect for James in the, the title because we all picked him last year. We picked him the year before. I think the sleeper in this league truly is Angelo because everyone just talks shit to the dude. But okay, like, teams are never bad. Angelo's kind of fucked with aids all the time. Like you took Nick Chubb when he fucking hurt his ankle and missed like fucking eight games or whatever the fuck it was. I do remember like, that. He's just been caught with bad luck, and I feel like Angel is a deep sleeper, and he believes in Henry being Big Dick King Henry being first overall pick, and if he's Big Dick King Henry, then we're kind of fucked. But we'll see. We'll see how the way it goes. Yeah. Okay. I think I think the playoff teams are going to be with with the losing of Burrows because Burroughs always an interesting i think the playoff teams are gonna be how many eight eight playoff teams or six playoff teams eight eight that's a lot oh my god so me you james fenty four mondello five angelo six um any polinos adam yurish
0: yurish is yurish always shits the bed but he'll be in the playoffs Seven. So, uh, Plano's missing it, and Adam is missing it, and maybe Meshi. So, maybe does Meshi sneak in the last spot? Did Meshi sneak in last year? I can't remember. No.
1: No? He made it two years ago. No, I feel like I feel like Mike's going to do everything in his power to not come in last again. Because this, if this punishment is what we think it is, the 6-12-18-24,
0: this punishment will suck. It, it, it will be horrible. Obviously, it's it's definitely gonna be a lot worse physically than than the past two punishments.
1: Um, so I think Mike will f- somehow find a way to not come in last and squeeze into the playoffs some way somehow because he got did he got hit with some A's last year, and mm-hmm. he's done his time. Like you made to the semis last year after coming in last. I feel like Karma's gonna come back around.
0: Yeah, we'll and see. he he'll
1: he'll, he'll 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 sneak in. I think the top four in the leagues gonna be me, you.
0: James. And has Fenty won this league? I feel like Fenty's never won. Fenty won the first year when you were the commissioner.
1: Oh, that doesn't count. That year does not count. It so Fenty. Count. It, it counts. It does, count. it does not count. I have Brian Fikitowski league. It does not count. No, it counts.
0: Fenty, Fenty is George Washington. He saved the no. league. Fenty
1: actually took over commissioner at like week 13, I think, or whatever it was.
0: That, he needed to win the league that year to properly set in place the league that we have now. Thank you, Fenty.
1: I'm waiting for that long-ass text for the league rules and shit for Fenty, and I'm so excited for it. It gets me hard every
0: year. Okay. All right. I think that's all, Kieran. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, appreciate it. Always always a pleasure. I'm
1: looking forward to fucking you in the ass just like I do every single year.
0: So I mean, let's I get out. <laughs> all right. See you later, Kieran.
1: See ya.